0: Well, let me just welcome you to Life's Uncertain Journeys weekly podcast. Um, it's always uh, a pleasure to have you all to join us, and it's our desire to engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we live in. As always, our conversations are from a biblical perspective, because we believe in and live by the word of God. If that, uh, it is the answer to all that's going on in our lives and in our world. I'm sure you've heard the old adage, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Well, I totally agree with that. Having prior knowledge of possible dangers or problems gives us a tactical advantage. That means we will be ready and not taken by surprise. However, there are many people who are not aware of the warning signs. Therefore, they're the ones that are in real danger. But praise God, we have been put here to help warn as many as we can of the danger that awaits them and possibly help them find their way, to safety and his name it's Jesus. I'm Nadine Davis, and I'm your host tonight. And I also have here with me some of our um, Life's Uncertain Journey podcast team. And tonight, uh, we're together, we're going to allow God to use us. Uh, We desire that he use us to share our wisdom, our insights, our testimonies, and any revelations so that we can have a wonderful uh, and engaging conversation on the podcast tonight. So we are just so grateful that that God allows us to be able to come together to do this. My uh, co-host, Alicia Locker, who is off sailing out in the wild blue yonder, is not with us tonight, Uh, but she always comes online to uh, just welcome you and to um, let you know that we have um, several venues that God has given us where we can share our conversation with the world. The reason we're on this uh, podcast in the first place is because God sent us. And oftentimes, I'll you know I'll say it, especially to to new folk, that we're not about getting a whole lot of likes and subscribers. That's not what this is about. This is about an open door opportunity God has given us to share the gospel with those he sends. You see, those that he sent are the ones that are supposed to be here. Just like the testimonies of Aislin, she was sharing me tonight, and our sister Tawanda, how they found this podcast. It was all a work of God. And so what we wanna do is take advantage of this opportunity this door of effectual that god has opened unto us but he also warns there are many adversaries the enemy would love to shut this down but by the grace of almighty god we're going to contend with him we're going to submit ourselves to god resist satan so he can get out of our face because we got work to do and so we thank god for this privilege um, to have this podcast And so we are here live in our uh, Zoom studio. And we also have been blessed to have a presence on iTunes and iHeartRadio and Spotify. So those that um, um, have those uh, podcasts on their phones, they can actually listen to us. And I also want to share with you the fact that Most of us that are on here tonight are women of God. And what that means is that for each one of us that are women of God, there is a deposit of the Holy Spirit present with us. And so as we're talking and conversing, I'm going to ask you to let God use you. If he should move on your heart to share a testimony or to just add to the conversation please don't let the enemy intimidate you or say to you don't nobody want to hear that they're gonna laugh at you don't you know those are the kind of things he says to shut you down don't let him do that to you because there may be something God deposited in you that's for one of our listeners that will help them so we're gonna let the Holy Spirit have his way and we're not going to quench the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you to be free to share. This is a safe place for you to share. And we're trusting that um, our time tonight is a time with our Father because we're looking to Him for answers. We don't have the answers. I don't have them. My team doesn't have them. And neither does uh, uh, um, our co-host, but we know the one who does. So. As conduits for his grace and mercy, he will use us if we let him. So that's what we're we're expecting to happen tonight. We're going to yield ourselves to him as we go through this conversation tonight. But first, I'm going to ask our prayer warrior on staff, Sister Paulette Williams, to please cover our podcast tonight with prayer. Yes,
1: thank you.
0: Thank you, darling. Heavenly
1: Father, we thank you. God, just for the opportunity that we can come into your presence. Thank you, Lord. God, and we come, Lord, with thanksgiving and praise. Yes. God, you are good. Nobody. God, when we look over our lives, Lord. Mm-hmm. God, we got to say, Lord, we wouldn't yes. have it, Lord, without you. Thank you. so Lord. Father God, I thank you. God, I thank you for the ladies, Lord, that you have brought to the broadcast. Mm -hmm. Father God, I think about Tawana. God, she made a brazen move. Yes. God, I remember when I moved from my church, God, I got so beat down saying I was leaving them. God, I didn't know then you moved me. I didn't leave, you moved me. So Father God, I pray that Nobody have to go through that. But I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't leave. God, you removed me from there because you wanted me to go other places. God, but you have been with me and with us the Mm -hmm. whole time. God, where can we go from your presence? Mm -hmm. Father God, that's the main thing that we stay connected, Lord with our lord and savior god i don't care if i'm in charlotte or chattanooga or in china lord (laughs) that i stay connected with my lord and savior so Mm -hmm. father god i just want to thank you lord god just for your goodness god just for opening up the airway lord that your word can go forth lord god you. you said your word that's going forth, it's not coming back, boy. No, it's not. So we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. And so be it, sis. Thank you so much, Paulette. Thank you. really appreciate that. Um, you know, we have really been being blessed over the last few weeks. I don't know um, if any of, any of you were able to uh, watch any of the... Uh, YouTube podcast in case you missed any, but uh, I tell you, God has really been meeting us and preparing our hearts. Um, We all have a a longing and a desire to be pleasing to God. And I've told and, and said this time and time again, that desire does not come from us. It's not something that's humanly produced. That desire comes from God. And so because it comes from God, Because he put that desire and deposit in us, guess what? He's going to see to it that it is fulfilled. He will see to it that we are able to please him. Scripture says that it is God at work in you, giving you both the desire and the ability to please him. So we can look forward to God working in our lives as we yield ourselves to him and let him have his way. Um, Last week, the Lord provided us with um, some more uh, really compelling revelations concerning the topic that we've been on, living a lifestyle of holiness. And uh, last week, uh, I posed that question whether or not Christians living in this particular age um, are able to live a lifestyle of holiness. And I tell you, some of the comments and things that I got back, they were very truthful, you know, but in a way, from from my perspective, the perspective, they were troublesome. They were troublesome because uh, in many cases, some of them are people that have been walking with God for a long time. But they, for whatever reason, have been hindered by the enemy from getting the full effect of what God wants them to have. It's not our idea that we are holy. That's God's doing that. He's the one that says, be holy because I'm holy. And we don't have the ability or the capability to make ourselves holy. That is an operation that God performs. We also learn that holiness has nothing to do with human perfection. Not keeping a list and checking off, I did this, that, and the other. No, there's no work we can do to be holy. No, God says, You're holy because of what my son did. Our holiness is because of what Jesus Christ provided for us. And we are the beneficiary. I was telling my husband today, I said, You know, sometimes it feel like we'd be cheating because, you know, all of the benefits that God has made available to us, yes, we have struggles but look, that comes with the territory, but they don't outweigh the benefits, the blessings, the revelations, the very presence of God itself. I mean, those of you who know what I mean, you know what I mean. When you're in the presence of God, you know it. You get your goosebumps all on your arms and, you know, you just know something's going on. You know, the spirit is in the room, the spirit of God that is. And so, um, We are desiring um, to uh, let God use us, transform us, fill us, teach us, lead us, and guide us, and prepare us to be the holy people that he's called us to be. We won't be able to do it, but if we yield and let God have his way, he will have his way. I wanted to let you know that um, I think um, Sher was able to drop are a nice announcements in the chat area. And I was hoping that, um, I don't know, is, is Carmen here? Did she make it? Anybody, you know, cause I can't see this. No, she's see. not here. I know she wasn't feeling good um, oh, okay. when I checked on her. Okay, Yes, yeah, she did say she might not make it, but um, I wanted to um, share with you uh, that we are preparing for our 2022 Women's Conference. And I'm praying that everyone that's a part of this uh, podcast team and and especially those who are watching will be encouraged to join us. It's gonna be, you can save the date, mark it on your calendar because we'll have the registration and everything up hopefully by next week. Uh, But it's October the 22nd, it's a Saturday. And it's gonna be from at 8 30 to 5 30. We're gonna, it's gonna be a hybrid. In other words, it's gonna be both in person and on uh it'll be always also a live stream, uh, Lord willing. That that's our desire. That's what we're hoping we we will be able to do, but you know, we'll just have to see how how all that plays out but we're trusting that God will, you know, he'll make the decision for us how he wants us to do it. But um, just make sure you mark your calendars that Friday, which is uh, October the 21st. We always have a pre-conference prayer night where we come before the Lord so that he can prepare our hearts for whatever it is he wants to deposit in us on Saturday. We take a time to worship him and to just pray for one another. So that doesn't require registration. Anybody who wants to come can come and that will not be live streamed. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, I just wanted to, to put that out there and let everybody know that once the registration goes live, you will be informed um, about it. And all of all of those who registered to come to the podcast, you'll get, get it in, in an email. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to that. And our focus this year is uh developing a spiritually mature mindset for ministry there are many of, of us that think that because we may have spiritual gifts and you know God has called us to do to do ministry and things like that that you know we're ready to step out there and do and you know do ministry but i promise you if your mindset hasn't been dealt with you may not be out there for long So we're asking God to meet us, to prepare us, to teach us um, and encourage us so that if we've been called already or should he call us to serve him and his people, our mindset will be in a position to accept whatever the call God has put on our lives. So anyway, we're going to um, just want to let you all know that. But... um, We have been in Romans 12 and we have really been given some awesome, awesome uh, revelations from the Lord. And normally what I like to try to do at this hour, at this time is to ask any of those that have been with us over the last few weeks in this study, if they have or would like to share any of their takeaways revelations that they may have received from last week so i'm going to open up the the airways and ask you all to please feel free to share i know Jan said
2: that um god uh, let god transform us by the way we think um preconceived thoughts um and she also posed a question Um, Did we consciously give up something when we were saved? Um, Did did we think it through? Did we think of the, what we would be sacrificing, what the trade-off would be when we decided to, when we chose to follow God? Did we consciously really think about it? Um, And I I explained before previously that I didn't when I first got baptized. Um, And then when I got baptized this Easter Sunday, I did it consciously. I knew what I was getting into. I knew what the sacrifice I was about to give up. Um, And I went in head over heels because I decided that living a life that I was living was just going in a circle. I was going to end up the same way that I continued to end up alone, empty, broken, and Mm -hmm. really not having anything to show for anything but just stress and all of this baggage that was weighing me down. And then just having random people come in and out my life, using me and then throwing me away. That was my life. And then I chose God, he gave me that option. He said, it's either me or you continue to live the way you live and and not have life. You're just existing in life. And sometimes you're not gonna be able to breathe. Sometimes you're gonna feel like you just can't move because the weight of the world is gonna be on your chest and you gotta carry that because You are choosing flesh. You are choosing your desires, your wants, and trying to please people in this world instead of choosing life. Hallelujah. Grace and somebody that's gonna answer every question, whether it's the way I want it to um, or when I want it to, he answers it when he wants to and how he wants, but he Mm -hmm. still answers. And that answer is one of those things that like the trade-off is such a rewarding feeling because I know that I'm safe in him, that that, that that baggage that I was carrying around is being lifted. The closer I get to him, the more I get to know him, the more I open up to him and reveal all the pieces of me that have been broken. Mm-hmm. He is rebuilding me. He is restoring me to be who he called me to be. And that is such a, a pleasurable place to be because now I'm content in him and I don't look for things in this world to satisfy me. (laughs) I look for him for my answers, him for my acceptance, him to say, Father God, I know you see me beautiful. I feel like this, but I know you know that I'm beautiful. No matter what I'm feeling, he still sees the beauty in me. He still sees my purpose. He still sees that light that he has imposited in me. He still sees it. So the trade-off
0: is, it's worth it. That's that, what it's it was You got that right. It's worth you it. got that right. You know, I often <laughs> want- Amen. Amen is right. You know, the, the beauty of uh, what has happened to us now that we have uh, allowed Jesus, uh, well, not allowed because, you know, he's always been there. We just didn't know it. But we've accepted, you know, the fact that he is the the, the end all for, for, for us, as far as life is concerned. But now that we're there, we now have been changed. This is what happens. When we are sincere about giving our life, what, what we have watched, uh, those of us who know Tawanda, we remember the the the, the, the night we prayed for her on this podcast. She was living in Ohio, and now God is using her to encourage other folks. She yielded, and God has deposited in her his Holy Spirit. It's not about her. When he sees her, he sees his son, because that's the one that needs to be seen in our lives, Jesus. We don't matter. We're just vessels that he wants to use and he said, if you'll give me your vessel, if you will give me your body, like Romans 12 says, that sacrifice has got to be made. And when you do, guess what? He's going to fill you and he's going to use you. He's going to use it for his glory. And you have no clue of what all that looks like until you until you get involved. You start stepping and walking this thing out. I wanted to share something that happened today. Um, I know that we, we really wanted to uh, move deeper into, uh, Romans 12. And we're going to do that. Uh, but I had to share this, this with you all today because it was just so phenomenal. And Jan, the other, the third, the third confirmation came tonight. <laughs> Same thing. It was just so awesome. But this morning, um, as I was, uh, just going before the Lord about, you know, what we do and, uh, you know, looking forward to share what we had, um, learned in Romans 12, I heard the Spirit of the Lord speak to my heart. And what he said to me was not anything to do with what we were talking about. It had nothing to do with Romans 12. But it does have implications for how we discern Romans 12. And so um, I said lord because many of you who know that jan's my my accountability partner, so he usually pulls her coattail when something's going on with me <laughs> but this morning i said well look i'm going to call jan and run this by her and then i said no i'm not going to call her father because if this is coming from you you have her call me <laughs> and guess what she did she called me And as I was trying to explain to her what the Holy Spirit was speaking in my heart, guess what came out of her heart? The same thing. This is how God works. And I always ask that we get in the habit of seeking confirmation for the things we think God is saying to us. Don't just take what you hear and run with it. If you haven't gotten received a confirmation about the bible says that god wants to he confirms his word with signs and wonders his words working in us and the instructions that he gives to us we can we, we've we got people that are walking alongside us that we can run and pass and, I, and so anyway uh that's what happened with me and jan this morning and so right after we hung up the phone had a wonderful time talking about what we discovered the holy spirit was speaking to us uh you know, my husband sends out a word every every day to the the guys in his in his network, and so he wanted me to read with the word that God gave him for them. And guess what? It was the same thing me and Jan were talking about. <laughs> I mean, it was just amazing to see how that line of conversation was being shared between three different people, and then tonight. On our six o'clock prayer call, our sister gave the same word. And Johnny and I, we were about ready to break out into a shop. We were saying, what is this? What is God saying? This, this has got to be more than just uh, a notion or a coincidence. Let's use that word. And so um, I'm going to read to you because I wrote it out so I wouldn't forget it. And um, it says that what I heard the Lord say to me that is, um, he said, if God, or if, if he is not, if God is not the common denominator uh, for our lives, then we can expect that many of the calculations that we've made for our lives are not going to work they're not going to work james 2 19 says you believe that there is one god good but guess what even the demons believe and they shudder and as i read this passage you know i would hear the holy spirit saying you know that that's sad you mean to tell me that there are demons that have more faith In the word and integrity of God than his own people? Something's wrong with that equation. They not only know who he is, but they shudder in fear. Yet, we the people of God that proclaim to know and love him, don't believe him, nor do we fear him. This isn't my idea, beloved. I'm not talking of something that that they didn't want to talk about. God is wanting to get us into a frame of thinking where everything revolves around Him. All the things that we are going to encounter in in our our walk of life, you don't have anything to worry about. Because he is the one that's ordering your steps. What is the evidence of our faith? Is it cleverly woven words that boast about what we say we believe? But the moment adversity, trouble, or crisis hits, we begin to shudder in fear of it more than we do our faith with our faith in God do we believe in his character do we believe in his word do we believe in the promises that he has made to us in his word the demons do and they tremble at his word beloved let me say that all that we have learned about the holiness of God provides to us is not worth the paper that his promises are written on if we don't truly know the God of the promises. That part of the equation is more important than anything else. It can't be the Christian ease that we talk. We can read and spout scriptures all day long. We can give our testimonies. But that doesn't mean that we know God. And it's sad. That we do know about god but do we really know him so we've got the scriptures down pat we know the right ones to quote the right minute you know it's almost like automatic and that was that was me i mean that that's just the way that i am i know it because the scriptures i've hidden them in my heart and so normally what happens is if you know or something happens or someone reaches out to me um you know I'll you know search search the word of god for the answer because that's where the answers are and i know that god is able he's able to do whatever his word says he can do and he is all that his word says that he is jesus asked this of his religious teachers in his day he said you search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life But guess what? It's the scriptures that testify about me. You see what I mean? It's got to be deeper than what we read in the scriptures. It's got to be stronger than our testimony about what God has done for us. It has to be a cognitive acceptance of the fact that our God is God and that we know that everything He promised us in His Word is absolutely true. Oftentimes, what we do is we'll negate what's written in the Scriptures based on what we see. You know, we we may read in the Scriptures that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities, that the chastisement of, of our peace was upon Him, and it's by His stripes that we are healed. We know that it says that, but there are times. When we watch people praying that we believe are following God and they don't get healed. And you know what we do? We ascribe that situation to be a greater preeminent preeminence than God's word. That's not what we're supposed to do. That's not how it works. God's word must have preeminence. Even in our natural lives, you know, we, we have, Uh, so much that God has already done in our lives we've had some real sticky situations and you know what we are still standing but we forgot about what God did you know it's not something that we have a a string of what I call Ebenezes where we remember what God did before so that now while I'm in the thick of this 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 battle he brought me out the last time going to bring me out this time. Don't need to know how, but none of that stuff. All I know that God is always, uh, he always keeps his word. And he's done that for me. And so what God is asking us, or, or what God is designed to happen in us as we desire to walk in the holiness that he's called us to, he wants us to know and love him. It's no other thing. No devotional reading every morning no memorizing scripture and all those things and they will be the fruit of your time spent with god but it ain't vice versa you don't do that you don't do your devotions go to church pay your tithes, you know read the scriptures just so that god can accept you that no that's not how it works it starts with loving god with all our heart, with all our soul, all of our being. And what that love looks like is faith. Faith in him, faith in him to do what we can't do. And it looks like something beloved, trusting him and ultimately obeying him. He's given us directions. They're right there for us to read. And if we believe that he is who his word says he is, and if we believe that his word is true, then we won't approach the word with a a tactical kind of uh, mentality whether we got to figure out whether we should do this or not, or whether or not we should obey what God has asked us to do. No, what we'll do is we'll say, the lord's the lord gave this word to me and i just wanted to run it past you and, see, and and see what you think and and that's what we do we we get confirmation because it's necessary because we're so human we'll we'll be doing our own pro- program and process thinking it's god and moving forward and doing things that he really didn't intend us to do because we take it upon ourselves to respond without counsel without any kind of Um, a confirmation. But we have got to come to the place in our hearts where we, unlike the religious people in Jesus' day, are depending on, relying on, and believing in God no matter what. So when things start to shake and move, And tremble in your life. You'll be able to say. Like David said. You know what he said? He says. I always keep my eyes. On the Lord. With him at my right hand. I will not be shaken. David learned that. From his relationship with God. He saw God do some mighty things in his life and these are the kinds of expressions that he was able to give and is recorded in the word of god because god want us to go there god said that david was a man after god's own heart what made him a man after god's own heart he stayed in god's face he knew that god was the prize not the kingdom not the people you know not his reign over Israel, not the throne. No, it was God. And we too have to come to that, to that realization that it's not about our purpose. It's not about our mission and our goal or what it is we want to accomplish. It's about the King. Jan, you want to share? I know you got some good stuff.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, God warns us about false prophets. And that means, you know, when there's a, a new truth, kind of beware. So I'm just going to keep saying the same truth because God's truth is the same. He he puts it in 66 different books of the Bible, but it's the same truth. The truth doesn't change. And, and so I just try to echo the same thing. It's like what I have to share is just what I've shared before. Um, because God is spirit. We have his spirit. We're spirit too. We got a human side on this flesh. God don't have no flesh on him. He's all spirit. Uh, So when we look to God and trying to request from the Holy Spirit to just help us get to know him, him is spirit, ladies. So if we're looking at him, I think I'm just going to summarize what you said, Nadine. If we're looking for God to better understand him through the circumstances, which he does show up in circumstances, but if we put the filter of the situation first, if we put the filter of the circumstance first, and then we say, oh, and all this, there you are. It's a secondary thing, right? Versus let me, let me try to sniff out you. This stuff happened, but the pursuit is him understanding mm-hmm. his spiritual character, his nature. It may be the pursuit of him understanding his faithfulness. Yes. That fills you up over the circumstantial result. Amen. Y'all see, it, it's a veil. And so I guess I'm just, Nadine and I, where we got on this page, is like, there are things that happen like popcorn, little things. I got messes in my life too. But what God is progressively growing me up in, I can have all kinds of uh, blessings that he gives me, or yeah. things may not change, but I'm always saying, you know what? I just saw God give me so much grace. I get more excited about the experience of his grace as yes. the result of the gift that yes. he gave in the in the in the and whatever he resolved for me it's like that's the goosebumps i guess nadine and i want y'all to just <laughs> breathe in so much yes, yes, yes when he says in ephesians i have given you every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm ladies that's where a mature christian that's where those walking in christ whether you and maturity has nothing to do with time you need to understand Some of y'all might have just received the Lord two weeks ago, 10 days ago, five years ago, but he has given you a measure of what he thinks you can handle and what you should have. But I'm just saying that whatever it is, it's his spirit. It's not the thing that he does in the human realm. And he does that certainly. But what we seek to know him is his spiritual character. Yes. Yeah. Don't get veiled and don't get the veiling of the. Human side, because ain't nothing human about God. (laughs) 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 Nothing.
0: And you know what? A lot of times we 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 trap ourselves into that way of thinking, you know, based on our environment. You know, many of us grow up thinking if if, is God or in just juxtapositioning our father, our natural father, uh, uh, over top of our heavenly father, but they are not the same. They are not the same. We can't we can't attribute any earthly attribute to God. He's a totally other being.
3: Yeah, I think Nadine. Nadine, I think uh, the Spirit worked on me when you posed that question last week, and it had to sink in me. It was a good question. It still is. Is it possible for Christians to live a holy life in the times we're living in? Right in these wicked, wicked times. Yes, and. We immediately start going into the at least I did. It's like, okay, yeah, this is this is like bad stuff that's happening. It keeps getting worse and worse. And I initially put my framing and my eyesight on all the stuff that's bad. But I said, wait a minute, God existed before time. God exists beyond stuff, beyond wickedness. So the answer is yes, because we have him in us. And if, yeah. he, if he expands beyond all that, then yes, we expand beyond all that. Amen. Y'all is anybody with me on here? I feel like Miss <laughs> Jane. You better stop. I will get up dancing. Yes.
1: Right, get up that was my
2: study was enough today. See confirmation. Thank you.
3: One thing about it. Yes, it's possible yeah. because he lives in us and he that's what he want us to do to try to be holy. He didn't say it was going to be easy. He didn't tell us we we're going to have a bed of roses. He told us that we will have trials and tribulation, but don't take it a heart, you know, don't be afraid to take because he had overcome the world. This the so thing. this all things are possible. And I guess I agree with Jan and you that it's possible to live a holy life in this time. We just gotta strive harder because we gotta really stay in his word, carry his word in our heart, and try to live that way each and every day. Not one day, 365 days later. <laughs> every day we gotta stay there fighting for it, looking for it, I know it. And I truly think that we can, I can li- try to build that way and strive to live a holy life in this time. now.
0: Amen. Absolutely. And it starts with the way we think. Yes. Everything that we do is based on our perspective. What we think, whether we voice, voice what we think or not, it comes out in how we respond to
3: life. And here's a good litmus test for us. You're right. It starts with our thinking. That's what Romans 12 really gets us off the right foundation. So the the way to check yourself is, I feel. I just feel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what his word says, but I just feel these yeah, feelings feel like- are real. Okay, they're real. But or either when we look at the world, our eyes, and we know that back in Genesis, right. The vision and the eyesight is complete contrary to finding. You're not going to be able to find them in sight. You're not going to be able to find them in what you see. You may see a good result because that's the kind of grace of right. God we have. He may show you some stuff. You know, I got a, a daughter that uh, doesn't know the Lord yet, and I got one who can't chase them quick, you know, run after them fast enough. But God has uh, just blessed this child beyond measure with just where she's at in her life. And I said, okay, Lord, I know you're just doing this so that you can just open it up her eyes to what's possible. It ain't the stuff that you want her attracted to, but where she's at, you may have to show her some stuff in order to see the unseen, right? I get all that so mm-hmm. so I just continue to check myself. It's like, okay, if I'm seeing some stuff, if I'm feeling some stuff, that's all good, but they are not the drivers. I got to see the unknown oh. I got to know so so some days y'all, I'm so exhausted because I have just just it's been this this emotional and mental um uh, energy to take captive and I do have his authority but it still requires uh, some elbow grease right That's every right. day I'm wrestling my thoughts down every day I'm saying okay this is what I feel feelings you better get off of me get in the back That's seat put right. you all the way in the trunk I know you're still there you ain't gone away but you enjoy a <laughs> new soccer today so you know it's just a constant battle of with his authority putting it in perspective we can't shake this thing until we up in the heavenlies with him that's right. But we do have authority mm-hmm. and it is a matter. You can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't have this mm-hmm. and him. That's the choice when Tawana was talking about. We come to him with a choice. I choose you every day. Some days it's an hour by hour. I know this is what's going on, but I choose you. And yeah. so when you say a yes to him, it's always a no to something else. So this consciousness, Yes. It is, it is important to understand what you're saying no to. It's like, I'm gonna say yes to you and no to this thought. I'm gonna say yes to you and no to this situation. I'm gonna say yes to you and 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 no to the easy, easy way because what you yes. want me to do is wait. And I claim his fear of saying, okay, Lord, you say to wait and I'm gonna wait because you have good things to me. You're a good guy, you give good things, so I'm gonna wait for it. So you just go into his character and it just is it's like a massage on a spiritual table. I just get massaged all day long. That's all Hallelujah. I
0: know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that spiritual massages. I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Girl, it's good. It feel good. You know, because that that thing carry you all day. You get a massage yeah. table, it's done in 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's where God is taking us. That's where He is um developing in us the kind of faith and trust in His integrity. I don't know about you all, but when, when, when you, you know, those of us that are parents, it doesn't feel good when your children don't trust you. It's not a good feeling that they don't think that you have their best interest at heart, but that you always trying to keep them from having fun, right? Don't do this. No, you can't go over there. (laughs) Yeah. That's all they hear. They don't hear the other good stuff that we tell them. Oh, you can do it. You you know, you're a child of God, all that stuff. They don't hear all that part, but they hear the nose. No, you can't. You see. And unfortunately, that's where some of us get stuck. We get stuck because we want what we want when we want it. That's the nature of this thing right here. Mm -hmm. But God, through His Holy Spirit's presence in us, is going to transform us that's his job and we have to be prepared and ready to receive that transformation and it is going to take us believing that it is god who is working in us
3: Mm -hmm.
0: giving us the desire and the and the ability to please him okay so if i spend if i got if i got 12 hours in the day and 11 hours or, or, or 10 or 11 hours of that day I'm out in the world pursuing worldly things you know if I get a chance I'll pull a scripture out if I get a chance while I go to sleep you know I'll read my bible you know things you know no that's not relationship just imagine if a wife did that to her husband she wouldn't speak to him until she was getting ready to go to bed and then she'd go off to sleep there wouldn't be no relationship There wouldn't be no marriage because that's not a relationship. God wants to have a relationship with us. I don't know if if somebody was saying, you know, when you get up in the morning, first thing you want to do is go to him. Be with him. Ain't everybody else asleep. And it don't have to be an early morning thing. But there needs to be a, a time when the two of you can be together uninterrupted so he can speak to your heart and give you what you need for your day. You see what I'm saying? But many of us are striving to get there. And we will get there because I don't believe that there's anybody, at least on this podcast that I know of, that don't want God. All of them. Not just some of them. We, we, we want to feel good, like Jan was talking about. when we Well, I feel this and I feel that. When you say that out of your mouth, know where you are. You're talking about this. You're not talking about spiritual things. Because the enemy is going to find that spot in you, that little weak area in you, and he's going to tweet it. He's going to touch it so that you can feel it. And you're going to say out your mouth, well, I feel. No. Don't don't allow him to manipulate your your heart and your mind like that. Feelings will get in line with the truth. As we grow and mature, that's what's going to happen. We can't say you know we're not saying that you 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 don't uh dismiss your feelings because god gave us feelings for a reason there's a purpose for them it's just that we don't have we don't need to always respond to demonic stimuli because they are the ones who want to deposit thoughts in our heads about ourselves about our future and all these other things lord what's gonna happen this world's going crazy you know what's gonna to happen to my kids you know all these things You know, they go through our minds. And if we focus on those things, it'll take us to a bad place. But if you read the book, you know how the story ends. Right? Mm -hmm. We win. We are the one that, that, that comes out of this victorious. And it doesn't matter whether we're here or whether he's called us home. We're going to get the same result. But we've got to believe that And our attitudes and our mentality has to go there. God God has things for you that will blow your mind. I'm serious about that. There are miracles and things that he wants to be able to share with you, but you can't receive it right now. Remember he wrote and he told his disciples, there are things I want to share with y'all, but I can't give it to you right now. He couldn't. Peter thought he would, you know, and he, I believe Peter was sincere when he told Jesus, oh, nobody's going to kill He said, I'll follow you to the grave. That's what he told us. And I believe he believed that with all his heart. But he didn't fully understand the whole uh, uh, ramifications of what that meant until trouble came. And when trouble came, it checked what he said out of his mouth. And he could not provide that kind of support for the Savior. Amen? So we ain't no different. We're going to have those moments when things are going to get really tight. But we have a remedy. God has given us his word. He's given us each other. Stop trying to figure stuff out on your own. Reach out to your sister. We are the body of Christ. Members in particular. He says each joint supplies. We're interconnected with one another. What I may not have, Jan may have. I don't have the same gifts she has. She may not have the same gifts I have. Same thing with all of us. God gives to us in proportion to what it is He's called us to do. He knows which ones they which gifts they are and when they need to work and when they don't need to work. Because this is all his, his story, not ours. And we're we're a part of it. Ain't you glad God put you wrote you in the book? put you, mm-hmm. wrote you in the story yes, i am mm-hmm. i am and if you read it you'll find yourself there just like jesus said in the volume of the book is written to me you can find me in there the scripture said this about me that about me. go in there and find what the scripture say about you mm-hmm. jesus believed what the, what the father had written in that book about him mm-hmm. he believed what the prophets of old had said and he knew that everything his father said was going to come to pass Mm -hmm. Take that kind of attitude with you when you look in the book and you see what God say about what he's going to do for you, about who you are in him, and who he is to you.
3: And and on that note, with a few minutes that we got left, can I just circle back with the question to get some engagement? The question that you had answered um, or the statement you made, if God is not the common denominator for our lives, we can expect our calculations not to work our desires not to work, our activities not to work. So I guess what I wanna throw off of the question, Tawana was so you know, transparent and bold in terms of what God is showing her, the common thread. I mean, she didn't go through a whole bunch of stuff, Ohio here, whatever, bunch of mess, bunch of situations, all different. But there's one common denominator that I've heard that keeps rising up in her, I can trust you. I can, he's, he's, he's faithful, he's trustworthy, that's who he is, no matter what, that's the thread that I hear in your life, Tawana, so I guess I'm opening it up for the few minutes that we have. Don't take it all the way back to when you first got saved. I don't know everybody on the, on, on the phone when, that could have been two weeks ago. It could have been 50 years ago, but is there, just take it from this summer, just in the last couple of months, is there a common denominator that you can just look to to say, that's it? And, and God's not confusion. Y'all know that he is not a God of confusion. If he that's wants right. you to get something about him, He's going to keep bringing situations to you over and over again to get that thing. Whatever that thing is, it's not a thing about you, ladies. It's a thing about him. Yes, yes. Yes. They they do that, and I ain't ain't putting down counseling. Counseling is good, therapy is good, but that's a whole lot of getting into you. This broadcast and where we're going in a Christian walk is trying to get into God and about him. So, what? So, the question is there common denominators that You kind of like, yeah, he keeps trying to show me this about him. Anybody want to share some common denominators?
0: Amen.
2: I think for me, it's um, lately, I know Mama Nadine told me that she's seen something in me. And it's like, okay, I hear people keep telling me this. And I'm like, okay, Father God, I don't know where you're taking me, but I'm trusting you to take me there. And so lately, he has been giving me that desire to get up. He'll give me a word to study and it'll keep me and him, it's this pain thing that he keeps having with me, this pain, so he'll keep pinging it in my mind until he gives me all that I need to know for whatever subject he got me studying. Yes. until it, it it comes out of me and he's done talking about that subject and then it's on to the next. But while I'm studying it, I'm, I'm glowing, I'm beaming in him. And what he is revealing to me, revealing to not me. only about his character, but, but about what I am to him and yeah. our relationship yes. and how I am growing in him. And so now I don't walk around thinking about, oh, I got to do this. I didn't, I didn't took myself out of the, equ- the equation. It's not, I got to do It's father. God, however you're going to do it. I'm going to watch you work. Cause he said, mm-hmm. once you chose me, now he's telling you, now let me go to work. Watch yes. me work. So yes. that's what I'm learning.
3: Hey, Amen. Fabulous. Fabulous. Anybody else? Come on. Do you all
0: understand the question? Thank you, Nadine. About the common denominator. We were talking about the fact that God said that if he is not the common denominator of your life, then all of the other, you know, equations and things that we we, we try to work out in our lives, they're not going to work out because he's not the common denominator.
2: Well, more or less, it's one of those things to what we're saying is that when you, you choose to believe just for that moment when you're going through something, and then this moment that you're you're out of it and everything seems all pitchy, yeah, all pitchy cream, you go back to the way you used to be, yes, so you can't go back and forth. The common denominator has to be God, even in your bad moments, yes, you have to choose Him, even in your good moments, you have yes. to choose Him, even in your calm moments where nothing is going on, you have to choose Him. That is what the question is asking sorry well that's good that's
0: good sorry. don't you say no sorry girl you better let god use you listen that's exactly what i mean that's exactly what i mean and and like i said none of us have arrived you understand what i'm saying but we got to be honest with ourselves we can't keep covering up and trying to protect ourselves to, to make it seem like we got it you know we got it all together because no, I, I was telling somebody, I forget who it was, but anyway, I was telling him today about the fact how the enemy is always uh he knows my weak the weak area in, in, in me. It has to do with my mind. And so what he does is always intimidate, you know, intimidating me about, well, see, you forgot to do that. You see, you didn't do this and all this other kind of stuff, you know, to say, you know, you need to go see a doctor. You need to find out if you got dementia. You got to find, you know, all that, all those other kinds of things, you know, to take you off course. And so they are, he's, it's like, um, I don't know if you watch any of those army movies, but you'll discover there's something called propaganda that the, that the enemy used to do to the United States. They would get on the radio and, and, and taunt the soldiers to help bring their morale down. Okay, there was this Chinese woman who would always do that. And then, of course, America would do the same thing. You know, they would send uh, flyers out to the people. You know, the pl- train would go, or uh, the plane would go over, and they drop these flyers. You know, telling them, "You better get, you know, you better run because we're coming," or something other. like. It's propaganda, and and that's spiritual propaganda is what the enemy uses to to distract us from our purpose, to keep us from going full throttle, full throttle ahead for God and so you got to know he's there and he he ain't gonna stop not until you leave this planet if you remember what happened to Jesus see what the scripture says he he tempted Jesus and then he went away for a while for for a while and so that's 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 our natural habitat here on this planet but because you love God and you know he loves you and he said in his Word. My children do not practice sin, and Satan cannot touch them. Plain and simple. If I believe that, then yes, I'm, I may be a, a, a little, you know, I'll push the envelope as far as what I know God can do. And some people sometimes they'll they'll, they'll shoot you down, and and, to, and say things like. Well, you know, well, if, if God is, somebody wrote me on my, on my Facebook page and they said, y'all still believing in that, that hoax, uh, that's, that, that's hoax that, that God is, is going to help us or we're going to do whatever, some stupid like that. He said, and I told him, yes, sir, I do. And I sure hope you do too. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I do hope because he is our hope. Well, saints, it is 8.01.
3: Yes. Yes
0: anyone have any other revelations that they want to share any questions did y'all understand everything
3: that was saying tonight well you'll get an opportunity to roll back next week because we'll probably again you know just ask the lord to just give you some revelation give you clarity on the question you know i just break it down to just ask god like you know do i know what how you roll <laughs> how you roll it in my life it, yeah And the common thread, this is how you roll. This is how you look. This is what it looks like. This is what you look like. This is what I'm experiencing. And it's a common denominator thread, irrespective of circumstances. So if y'all just chew on that a little bit next week, that's part of just, again, developing our mindset and developing the renewing of our minds and getting our mind right before the Lord.
0: That's it. That's it. Father God, we thank you for what we've learned tonight. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name, you help us not to be forgetful hearers. James said you want us to be doers of your word and not hearers only. Father, we don't wanna fall into that category of women that are ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Lord God, may that not be us. We want to come into the knowledge of the truth. We wanna embrace you and your word with all the strength that we have, trusting and believing that you are who you say you are and you can do what your word says yes. you can do. Thank you, Father, for hearing us. Thank you for sharing us such rich revelation tonight. And we ask in Jesus' name that you would bless every household represented on this line. In Jesus' name, that you would cover them and keep them, lead them and guide them, provide for their needs, Father God, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: amen. Man, safe. Listen, amen. y'all,
0: got any prayer requests request or anything, send it to lifesoncertainjourney at gmail.com. We'd be more than happy to pray for you. Yes. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Thank you all for
0: joining us. So we'll be back next Tuesday, Lord willing.